I started the main event. There's 16 minutes left in the in the broadcast. I'm like, oh, Frankie. <laughs> I knew right away. I was like, Frankie. Got Why put did out. you say Frankie, dude? <laughs> what? You think he's gonna knock out zombie? No, he's gonna pitter patter, pit 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 for five rounds. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what he's gonna do. Um, if anybody got put out, you knew it was gonna be Frankie. And then I'm thinking, based on the time set, I'm like, okay, let, let's see how the first round goes. Seems to happen in the second. Yeah, a minute in. <laughs> fucking oh the, the god jibber jabber, it's over yeah the, the jibber jabber stuff i'm, I'm like, like it's done i i honestly thought he'd be able to eat a little bit more than that he looks small too because even in uh like i put together another hail mary parlay after and i put uh fight goes to round two two minutes and three so over one and a half yeah i'm like he'll survive at least one and a half right oh, first couple shots he eats he's just, uh, he's too old you he, can't he do pulls this out the fucking uh what does the cme call him uh, old man Edgar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the fucking spectacles He's got and all an that shit. Afro too going on. I know. I, I saw that. And I'm like, yo, check the lettuce out on this guy. <laughs> like, like his skills are probably there, but you can't take shots anymore, dude. Yeah. Okay, fine. I still, I'd prefer to see him retire, but fine. Give him a chance at 135 because he did look tiny as fuck. And zombie hits hard. He looks small. San Hengue is going to murk him if that's the fight they still end up going with. No, they can't. <clears throat> they can't. He can't turn around that quick. Hell no. I know. After, Frankie, after getting put out six like months, that, dude. Six, Stay, um, relax. Yeah, I guess six You took months. a beating. Your body just wouldn't shut off. I don't know uh, when he turns 39, but he's currently 38. So <sighs> he's definitely getting up there in age. No, he's already up there. Yeah, yeah. you can't. When, when does it ever work well to get that when you're that old, late 30s, and you start to cut down to a new division? That never goes well. He's going to be slower now, too. And he's starting yeah. to get put out. So he's. It seems like any shot is hurting him at this point, which kind of that's. And yeah, that was a small left hook. That means he didn't see it. One thirty fivers are only going to be faster. Yeah, I was. I, just, I wasn't. I wasn't totally buying into the whole like Frank Edgar's chin is cracked narrative until now. Now I'm fully. I'm sold. I, I'm. He's too old. He's taken too much. I, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt of only getting caught by uh, Brian Ortega and a guy that he wasn't expecting to get knocked out mm. by. Like he wasn't expecting him to fucking pull a, uh, an uppercut out of no, nowhere. Um, and then, you know, he survived the Cub Swanson fight. He survived the... Who did he fight after that? Yeah, He's Cub, had two Cub, fights since getting Cub put out. and then title fight. Max Holloway. Max decision. Holloway. Either guy, neither guy was able to put him out, right? Up, I thought yeah. if he was going to show any signs of wear and tear, it's going to be, in, especially in the Max Holloway fight, I thought Holloway would have maybe come on strong later in the fight and then been able to land enough to rock Frankie like that. Cause but I guess Holloway doesn't have that one punch... He doesn't have that one punch, but he has the overwhelming factor. So even I think one but or two of those sting shots. It's hard to overwhelm would, Frankie, though. He will return like he fire. Was, it seemed like it was crazy how much he was overwhelmed in the zombie fight. Like a couple well, shots that, and he was know, just like. No, but that's Christian. after getting rocked, though. Then he got overwhelmed. So you're not there at that nah. point. I, and then, I guess then zombie, does, zombie definitely does hit harder than both of those yeah, guys. Yeah, 100%. Swanson and, Wait, he has his and, KO uh, power. Uh, man, it was just so sad to see. Like this guy comes out here. Uh, how long did the fight take? Uh, three minutes and 18 seconds. I feel like it was a lot quicker than that. But then again, he did survive the initial barrage. And then he came, kind of came back. I'm like, oh my God, he's surviving. He's going to fucking pull a Gray Maynard off again. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was shades of that. But I was like, uh, yeah. this is getting, this is going to It was kind soon. of unfortunate. But um, this kind of helps out in terms of the, the 145 division. Yeah, he so we got been a, there anyway. We, 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 have a, we have a champion, new champion last week uh, in Volkanovski. I know that they're talking about giving Max Holloway a shot. A part of me is uh, kind of off that train. Like when you decisively get beaten like that and you can say all you want about Max Holloway being the GOAT because he beat Jose Aldo twice. He defended against Brian Ortega. I don't get it. I, I get the, the the stretch and the resume that he had leading up to his title fights. 
but Volkanovski is still going in there and and decisively beating you five rounds. It's not like like if you can compare Max Holloway's run to Jose Aldo's title run, then I would be like, okay, let's give Max Holloway another shot. I'm not on board with the whole immediate title shot. You have to be more okay, dominant. No, no, you that, can fail the title twice. You win the no, ball no, no. once. I don't like that argument though with Why the Aldo that? thing because. They technically did fight the guys. It's just Holloway had to do it on the way to finally getting a title shot, and Aldo's doing it in title Hold, fights. But you're still beating this, the whole division. A part of me he feels beat, like that, he that's, beat the whole division to the title fight. It's 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 a different reign when you're talking about a guy coming up and beating these guys, and then compared to actually holding the title and and defending the belt. Okay, there's a little difference there, but let's you say Holloway, a champion for that long. But like, let's say Holloway didn't have to keep taking fights, and he had won the title earlier. Then his Lamas fight would have been a title defense that like you but as but what I'm trying to say as a champion he wasn't he wasn't like a dominant champion holding the title for as long as he did and I, I understand like again his road to the, the the title saw him win I think 12 fights in a row yeah he beat like up that. the whole division all I, the top guys on the way there I, I don't know for me it's a little bit of a different allure when you're actually holding the belt and and fighting the guys at the top of the division at that time too like when he's beating he started off with world up. Okay, we'll we'll f- fucking forget that one. No, no, no. That's the thing, though. When he's let's, beating let's Cub, when he's beating Lamas, they are still at the top. They were still at the top when he beat them. Anthony Pettis, whatever. That's when he won the interim title, right? Yeah, not 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 the greatest win in hindsight. Fair enough. Pettis, Lamas, Stevens, Oliveira, which was a weird win. Uh, Swanson, Miller, Corisani. Yeah, those last four so that you just Chope, said were Feely top was guys. Feely was 2014, so that's a very young Feely. Uh, Clay Collard, who gives a shit. Alex Akira Korosani, who gives a shit. Cole Miller, who gives a shit. Cub Swanson, that's 2015. Go, yeah. That's not a bad one. Charles Oliveira, he wasn't really that's... who he is now. Yeah, I mean, he was still in a rough patch around 2015. Maybe with the weight cutting, but I right? feel skill-wise, he's kind of... And that was a weird fight, too. That only lasted a minute and 40 seconds. Yeah. And he, like, remember, it, it was like a neck spasm or some but shit. But it kind of looked like Holloway was getting ready to piece uh, his ass up. Jeremy though. Stevens, always like a middle-tier guy in the division. Ricardo still Lamas. Still a solid win. Yeah. Had, you know, Jose Aldo beat him in a title fight as well. Anthony Pettis should have never happened, especially yeah. the fact that he missed weight, too. That fight, Pettis, that is. And the, then, obviously, Aldo, Aldo. The only Ortega. top featherweights he's never beaten... Is uh, Mendez because he never fought him in Connor? Who else? Who Connor. else is there that are like the top of the top? He has all them checked off. Edgar, Aldo, Swanson, Stevens, Lamas. Those are by far the top featherweights overall. I guess Zombie is missing from his his list. Well, now because Zombie at the time wasn't Touché. top though. So now, now know. fine for for me to like three title def- two two technically two title defenses right one the title. Uh, won the interim title, unified the title, defended okay. twice. I, I don't get, I, I, I don't know. Like, I need like a Jose Aldo type run. I need like a Anderson Silva type run. I need like a George okay. St. Pierre type okay. run. Okay, this is why I disagree with you because he has gone on those runs, just not with the belt. But the performances <sighs> the, still speak for themselves. Like, whether a title is on the line or not, he still easily beat those guys. I don't know what it is with me and getting stuck yeah, up with the fact that he didn't have the belt for those fights. I don't. He still went on a, a champion run though. Like how you're, many? Wins you're in completely a row? on board with a Holloway rematch. Um, rematch? No. Well, not necessarily. Like I'm okay with him getting a win first because I get it. Um, oh, he can make adjustments, and it wasn't like he got blown out. Yeah, but he still soundly got beat. Yeah. So let's maybe get him uh, another win an impressive performance and build that fight up a little more and maybe Volkanovski fight someone else. I'm not opposed to that, but at the same time, 
I'm not upset if he gets a rematch. I, I think his resume is is enough to warrant it. Here's a good comparison. Uh, who do you think is more deserving of an immediate rematch? Okay. Jose Aldo that just got knocked out by Conor McGregor or Max Holloway getting soundly beat over five I, rounds? I actually agree with you. Uh, Aldo in that scenario, 100% right? should get the immediate rematch. Just based on circumstances. Like, yeah. You well, got that was also, we didn't get to see the fight play out. That was also the first time he lost in like 10 years or something ridiculous, yeah. right? And it was just a quick knockout. Yes, yeah, so you can call fluke. But I agree with you in that sense. Volkanovski shut him down. That's why I'm totally. Absolutely. That's why I'm totally okay with him not getting the rematch. But I, but I wouldn't be upset if they booked it because of his resume. I think it warrants. Like I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm going to boycott the pay per view yeah, or something. I get what if you're he saying. fucking puts them together, you're, you're just not too amped about not, it. I get that. I've yeah. seen it. We've seen it just now. And he got shut down. Yeah, like let's get him another fight to see. Is there something that we see in that fight that can show that maybe now he can go and. Get, get, get your feet wet again you know what i mean yeah. go taste victory you've gone yeah. one and two this year you know what i mean i know the other yeah, fight was at a, a higher weight class but you got beat by dustin poirier who just got wrecked by and, and i'm not trying to do mma math that was damaging yeah though that he was got, he had a lot of damage in that one i was too. surprised that he came back as quickly as he did to fight frankie and he performed so good for him uh but volkanovsky absolutely shut him down so what i'm trying to get at here is volkanovsky zombie like is that what's next okay i think um like let's pull up the rankings real quick, but I think I that's. I guess so. In all honesty, let's do let's do Zabit and Yair because that fight needs to fucking happen. Yeah, I, I don't, don't like Zombie the title shot. Why I don't not? like Zabit getting a title shot. So fine, but then Ortega's left out. Who does Ortega get? Uh, let's let's figure that out. <laughs> that's why, like technically, I guess you should do Zombie and uh, Volkanovski and then Ortega Holloway, but that's a rematch. So in terms of how to match them up. It might actually just make more sense to do the Holloway Volkanovski rematch and do Ortega zombie. Ortega is still, he said, he's still going for the zombie fight. And he's not out that long. He had a partial ACL tear, no surgery. He can just sit on it and heal it. Like realistically sitting at the top of this division, you got Holloway, who just lost, Ortega, who, you know, doesn't deserve a title shot, technically. No, he doesn't. Zabit doesn't deserve a title shot. Frank Edgar, who just is going down to 135 and just got murked anyway. Yeah, you're Rodriguez, who should probably fight Zabit. You got Korean Zombie, you got Hinata Moicano. Moicano is not a title contender. Exactly. No, no, no. So Plus, Moicano's moving up. 55, he said, next fight. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so it's, yeah, it's you, you got Volkanovski, Holloway, Magomed. Uh, sorry, here's what Ma- I think Magomed happens. Volkanovski yeah, just yeah. broke his hand, too, so he's out. Oh, yeah, he just had surgery. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah, out yeah. for a bit. And if uh, Ortega's going to be ready soon, I think they do zombie Ortega for the I next. I wouldn't mind that. And, and, I wouldn't and mind that. Since it, they already had it booked, why not put them together? Especially if Volkanovski's going to be off for a bit. Yeah. I don't know when they're talking about doing this Adelaide card because that's the one that they keep trying to target this fight for. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how no, soon it's going to be. I don't know how soon fucking Volkanovski's going to be back either. I think as a result of that, like the fact that they're probably, because Volkanovski will sit out for a bit, Max probably needs a break anyway. Ortega wants to get back in. He's going to be ready soon. Zombie literally took zero damage against Edgar. I think they're probably going to do the Volkanovski-Holloway rematch and then Ortega Zombie for the next shot. And then you got to definitely book Zabit and Yair. Z- like Zabit that, and that's Yair. kind of a no-brainer. Like yeah. that's been teed up for how long now? Yeah. Right? I'm totally okay with that. Zabit did not deserve, does not deserve a title fight after that last did performance. You, yeah. Put somebody out, show that you can win a third round for fuck's sakes, and then maybe. Put him in a, a fight night no, main event. No, get a fight. Yeah, honestly, fight night main event, put him in a five rounder. We know Yair can go five rounds. Yeah. And if he survives the first two, let's see what happens. That fight yeah. could get really interesting. 
I, I'm I'm very much intrigued. Plus, by yeah, that. yours <sighs> wild too. You know, Zabit's kind of wild. Yeah, you can match that in the first couple of rounds. It's gonna be it's that would be a crazy fucking fight, and it definitely. But then, Hold on, one one quick point though. Yair did get kind of dominated in the third round, so it'd be kind of funny if they both kind of go off for two rounds and then they start to both, then they both kind of slow down. That's the thing with Yair though. He he really let it go in that second round against Stevens, where he was trying to finish yeah. it. Yeah, and then, then he, I kind of put an asterisk. I put an asterisk beside his cardio just due to at least from that fight, just because the second round, like that's as close as to a finish that you're going to get. And then Jeremy Stevens was even as close to getting a fucking finish. He in was the third round, beating the shit out of him in the third round. That was yeah. insane. Well. Yeah. Well, maybe we might revisit that fight in the future in terms of like the CSS, how we would have scored that okay. fight. But uh, <laughs> it seems like a foregone conclusion, and I I kind of don't like it that Holloway's probably going to fight Volkanovski next. Dana likes it I too, don't... right? And uh, the rematch in Australia, big fight, this and that. So. If you've not, you watched the Holloway JRE already. Yeah, yeah. It didn't seem like, even after the fight, it didn't seem like he was super intent on hopping on the rematch right away. Like, it seems like this is what's going no, to happen. But me, it feels like he's trying to just step away, take a couple of weeks or whatever so. the fuck it is. What do you think it is? I think he's just being careful about what he's saying because of negotiations be. and all that stuff. Could be. He even said he's like, people trying to say like, oh, why aren't you asking for the rematch? You don't want it? He's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Of course I yeah. fucking want it. I'm a fighter, dude. I'll fight anyone. So I think it's more like, I'm not saying I don't he doesn't want it, but I don't want to throw weird. out what I want right now. Yeah. Let's do that shit behind the scenes negotiation. I'm not saying he doesn't want it. I just think it's the weird the way he's approaching it, but also it's definitely a, a tactic in terms of like negotiating and all that. Yeah. And um, here's the good thing about that fight. The rounds four and five, you could argue Holloway started to make adjustments and started to take it. So, I don't know if you want to say unlimited rounds, maybe Holloway comes back Come and wins on. it, right? I don't know. But like th that's that's the interesting part about a rematch, right? It's yeah. that Holloway may start to make adjustments later, but then it was by then it was kind of too late. Like he 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 ran out of time essentially. I wish that we can we can kind of just get that fight a little bit further down. Like I want to see Volkanovski yeah. defend against somebody else. I want to see Holloway um, get another dis not decisive victory, but at least another victory against somebody else. Get a different look and then regain your confidence. Go back in there and try to reclaim their reclaim your I'm title. Okay with that. I, I knew right off the bat that like I think it was after the Mendez fight. I'm like, okay, Volkanovski is going to be at the top for a while, and him and Holloway will probably fight each other at least multiple times, maybe two or three times. Same with Yair and Zabit. I think both of those guys are going to eventually fight each other numerous times. I, I can see them fighting each other now for like a title contender fight and then one of them being champion and then they could eventually really? fight each other okay. again. I see it. Like, obviously, Zabit has to make some adjustments in terms of his cardio and all that. Yair's kind of starting to come into his own. Like, he's starting to look more like a finished product than he was even before his Frankie Edgar fight. Like, he was really highly touted. Everybody's like, yo, this guy's going to be next champ, blah, blah, blah. Frankie Edgar goes out there and exploits him. And we kind of saw that and then i think the betting odds are actually suggested that as well because frank edgar was the the favor going into that fight mm -hmm. um so it's it's good to see that he's bounced back with a, a positive attitude because we know how demoralizing that was for him that's that was one of the major stories coming out of that was that yeah you would like delved into depression or some shit after the edgar fight because you he got whooped so bad i'm not totally sold on him though because if you look at both performances after chan sung young he got the hail mary knockout he was yeah. soundly getting outboxed and to me, it felt like... He was like, holding his own, though. Like, in, in like he was losing. But defensively, I'm just like, was man, hit. you've been out hit. for a while since the Edgar fight. Is that really the, the best you did in that time, yeah. being so young? I thought he was just getting hit too easily. Um, and then he won. And then in the Stevens fight, he gassed hard in the yeah. third. Like, he, he comes out as, as an animal. Again, asterisk right there. When, when he's got cardio... Mm -hmm. He's 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 really hard to deal with because of how unorthodox he is throwing all those weird strikes. But 
I don't know. Like in in a title fight, if if Steven Zayer was five rounds, he's he's getting fucked up. Yeah, like I, I wish we that got fight. that fucking Mexico City card. Yeah, that in full. that totally changed everything for me. Remember, I think I said, I think I bet on Stevens in the first one because it was a five rounder, and then when it got changed yeah, to a yeah, three yeah. round, then I'm like, I'm staying away from this because he might he's probably going to run out of time and and get get going in the third. And, and that's kind of exactly right. what happened. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that we would have got like a ten seven in that round, but yeah, that was so yeah, not going to fucking happen. I. Maybe he's short up that that bad defense in the in the zombie fight, or also maybe I'm just not seeing something yeah. that zombie was doing to to, to land right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cardio now is a question. So for me, there's still questions about him. Like he'll be a he's 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 top five, top ten, cool. But mm-hmm. can he really break into the title contention? I don't see it just yet. He's got to fix some stuff. But he's young and he can do it easily. That that is kind of the future of the division, though. Like those couple guys. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of like the other people sitting up in the rankings. There, there's they, nobody else really coming up that you're like. After two rounds, if you want to be the top, yeah, if you want to be a champion in any weight class in the UFC anymore. Like nine through fifteen is a little bit tough. You know, what I mean, you got uh, Jeremy Stevens, who's always going to hang around that area. Yeah, Josh Emmett, who I didn't he just get finished? I feel like he just lost. I feel like Josh yeah, Emmett just did. lost. He just beat Michael that. Johnson, and then he came back and. Oh, he knocked out Mursad Bektik. Oh, yeah, he finished. So Bektik. he finished. Uh, yeah, he actually finished Bektik. And then before that, he finished Johnson. And then before that was a Jeremy Stevens. Okay, so he's building a little bit of momentum. You know, a win over Mursad Bektik is actually. But you know what? One thing about Emmett, though, he just relies on that one punch. Yeah, because right he was now, he was losing right that Michael Johnson fight too. Right now he's kind of getting lucky too. with he got lucky with in the Johnson fight. I think even with the Brechtip fight, he just cracked him hard. Um, Qatar but, doesn't seem like he's going to be able to cut it. You know, losing that fight to Zabit, like you think he'll probably reach like the six or seven mark, but he's never going to get over that hump. And it might be stylistically for him too. Like he might have success against a guy like Brian Ortega. Like if he's able to keep the fight on the feet and just uh, I think well, I think him. Cater can make it because it, it depends. He on looked the good in that third round. You started to come back, so. Almost like everybody got, looks good against his beat in that third round. <laughs> he's at least got the cardio. Yeah. Right? Like, he's got that done. Maybe make a couple of adjustments and he could have taken the this second round. This would be so lucky that fight was the five-rounder. He's so lucky. So lucky. Gets bumped to a main event and still if holds I a three-round status. I don't know. Like, I thought that was stupid in he terms of taking... He got fucked twice. No, but... Fight was supposed to happen in Boston. It doesn't happen. Then he has to fight all the way to Russia and to fight the same guy. And, you know, you're in a main event spot. You have all the opportunity to go five rounds and Zabit's like, nah, it's cool. I trained three rounds for this fight. And he had plenty of notice, too. I no, think he had at least a month and a half. Notice. It's bullshit. I wouldn't have taken that fight. I would have mm-hmm. been like, no, what the hell? Why are you changing? Now you want to move to your home, home country and you want to make it three rounds? It's just like they wanted all the compromise. Like, you have to do all the compromise. And fuck, no. But yeah, like, again, outside of them, like we said, Stevens, Journeyman, Josh, I mean, kind of on the up and up, but it's not really going to seem like he's going to flourish into any type of champion. Calvin Qatard maybe up there. Uh, Shane Burgos could start to string together a couple wins, but I don't think he's going to be top up there either. Uh, Mursad Bakhtik keep, keeps running into guys. You know what I mean? Know. He was like so highly touted a couple of years ago. Uh, Ryan Hall, you know, that guy, I don't think he's going to be a yep. Great no. jiu-jitsu, but the problem with Hall is the, he doesn't fight enough either. The problem with the, no, but that's, that's the UFC's fault. They don't like booking him. Mm. He's always ready to fight, apparently. They just don't like him. They mm. don't like his style. It's not fun. I didn't. I, that's the first I'm hearing about that. You're not hearing. You didn't hear. I thought it was just more so he didn't want to fight. Like he's just, no. just picking and choosing. I think certain he said fights. he he was like I was ready. I was waiting, but hmm. they weren't getting. I don't like his style is not entertaining because <laughs> he flops to his back a lot, and then guys don't follow him there. Yeah, and then it just turns into that. But he's winning. 
like blame the other guys for not coming into his guard. He's yeah. giving you a dominant position technically. So yeah, that's the problem with Ryan Hall is I don't see him getting to the top simply because the UFC probably won't let him unless he changes his style. And then number 15, Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen. Arnold that's Allen, a good prospect though. Decent he, prospect. He, he needs to fight a little more. Yeah. Uh, he has has he fought since the Melendez win, which was like how long ago? I feel like he's fought. That was the last. Oh no, that. yeah, it's, no, no, no. I think he did fight recently. He won again. No, Melendez. Unless UFC.com is fucking around. That's actually yeah, maybe you're right. I don't remember Arnold Allen coming back after that Melendez. Win. I feel and like he was, like was booked. Ago. I feel like he was booked. He was booked. Okay. Here we go. Topology. Educate us. If you fucking load. But the point I'm trying to make is that featherweight is not as deep as I initially thought. I don't know what it is, but it's it's just not there anymore. Bantamweight is much more impressive and much more fun to watch. There's so many fun matchups that we can make off of that. It's because a lot of top featherweights, like, they kind of fell off. Like, Cub got old, Lamas as well. So it kind of... And then Oliveira left the division. So yeah. it did kind of thin out a bit. It's... Yeah, he was so he's scheduled to fight Josh Emmett, actually. That's not bad. Oh, then. there we go. There, when was the Melendez fight? Uh, July of this year. What? Yeah. <laughs> July That was just in July? Yeah, that was Melendez's last fight before they cut him. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, 239. It feels like that fight was a year or a year and a half ago. <laughs> I was going to say at least a year since that. July. But Melendez, it was a while since he had fought. Yeah, but still, it just it's. I, I remember <laughs> that fight, and it feels like it's been forever. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. Okay. Yeah, because even before the Arnold Allen fight, the last time Melendez fought was 2017 against Jeremy Stevens. So he was off for a little bit before he came back. Um, one thing I wanted to show you is the. Um, I came up with like a proposed schedule to move forward with the bantamweights, considering as uh, Henry Cejudo just recently got stripped of his title, right? So we have a little bit more clarity in terms of what what's his face is going to do. Um, what Suhudo's gonna do. Let me pull that up real quick. I forgot it was four fights that I thought were perfect. I just want to get your opinion on it. I tweeted a lot last night because I was watching the fights all fucking night. Um what are these fights? Ah, here it is. So Suhudo Sterling for the title. Okay. Fine with that. Uh Sanhagen versus Marish. Yeah, I like that right? fight. Peter Yan versus Jose Aldo. I get that. I get that we like to match winners against winners and all those coming off a loss here, but I think he has an exception with his name value. And for Peter Yan to have a guy like Jose Aldo under his belt would add to his reputation and his value a little bit more. Aldo had a competitive it didn't look you know what? he had a competitive fight against Marais. We he showed that he can perform at 135 pounds. So why not with let your, Peter Yan get a victory? So like, with those two fights, I'd I'd flip them. Sandhagen, Aldo, Marais Yan. That's what I think is better for uh, the division because Yan wants to move up. Marlon is still ranked one. Um, Sandhagen is on the up and up. He could probably use a name like Aldo on his record a I little think more. It, and he lost on. the Edgar one. If I'm not mistaken, so let, I think look, Aldo was ranked higher than uh, Sandhagen at this point. They actually ranked oh, him. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. He's number nine. Yeah, he's number nine. They at ranked Bantam him at number White. nine? Yeah. Okay, that's good enough, even if you come off a split loss. But yeah. I You think Sandhagen San, think about it from Sandhagen's point of view. He just lost a name in Edgar. Let's 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 make up for it. Marais Give him another name. name. He's not as big a name as Jose, Jose Aldo, like you said. And I think for someone who's coming up in the division, um, even though you're fighting back, that's a big name. Yan, it feels like he already got that name with Faber. He's on a killer streak. He should fight up. 
I, I think he should be. He should fight Marais. He's way closer to a title fight than Sandhagen, so I think he should get the number one contender. So I would flip those: Sandhagen, Aldo, hmm. and uh, Marais. Um, the funny thing is, the yeah. fourth matchup that I had predict or suggested was Font versus Munoz too. Why not let Font get that one back? And a lot of people are saying like that. that they should switch Font for Aldo or uh, Munoz for Aldo. But I don't. I don't no, see that. I, think I would Aldo- rather see Jan fight either Aldo or I wouldn't mind uh, Marais. One of those two, and then I, 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 I thought I like Sandhagen Aldo. I don't know. I think it's also entertainment and value. Fair entertainment enough. wise, too, yeah. Aldo versus Jan would be some shit. That'd be a great fight. I still take Jan to win that fight, but that would be a phenomenal fight in my opinion. Yeah, because they would be more in their face, whereas Marlon might get in his back a bit, but then Yan will get in his face and make him fight too. I think I'd, Yan's the uncrowned champ. I would here. favor Yan against Marais or Aldo, actually. Now that I fucking think about I it. I think he's uncrowned champ right now, man. Like he's an animal. And he's so young and only getting better. I know. I know. Like you need to fight him now yeah. before he gets him. And he's fucking that Russian killer. Come on, man. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. I'm glad that we finally got the clarity with Suhudo's issue, and now that they're teeing up Jose, uh, who's it? Oh, Joseph Benavides against Davison Figueredo so, for the title. Fun matchup wise, I agree with you. But if I'm looking at division and what benefits who and all that, I would flip Sanhagen Aldo and Marais. Mm-hmm. But if you're just looking at entertainment value, then yeah, Aldo prob- versus probably, I'm fine with either other. matchup. Like I, I I do agree in your aspect yeah, with Marais and Yan. But I get what you're saying too. Yeah, it still does benefit Yan yeah. to get a win over Aldo. So I think cool, either but. either opponent for either guy makes sense. Yeah, those so like, four somehow match them up. Yeah, because all four of those guys gain value, gain a reputation, gain uh, momentum to get a victory over the other yeah, guy that uh, they're 100%, 100%. fighting. So I'm completely okay with that. But Even Marais sitting at one. But yeah, sorry. Uh, you let's made a let's point flip about, to flyweight. So, yeah, you, I was just about to say, yeah. You so said about Benavides, flyweight. Benavides Figueredo, top three right now is number Fuck one, sakes, Benavides. Dude. Number three is Davison. And number two is Formiga. Why beat okay. Figueredo? If I'm the UFC, and as an MMA fan, I like the flyweights. If I'm the UFC, though, why am I keeping this division around? That was my that was my main thing. A lot of people from a were business like, standpoint, why? Yeah, no, I don't. You look at the top five. Hold on, <laughs> Panto here. Where let, me, let me let me let me let me. Uh, there we go. Yeah, thank you. There you okay. go. Okay, <laughs> okay. So Benavidez, if if Cejudo and DJ are not around, he's probably going to be king. Yeah. Um, Formiga, we've already seen him lose to all the top guys. He lost to Dodson. He lost to Benavidez. He's lost to he's DJ beat beat Figueredo. Yeah, but he just held him. It wasn't even that fun. And now when is Figueredo <laughs> is is coming off what one rebound win after getting dominated or held down by Formiga. Now he gets a title fight. Like that's how weak the division is. Pantoja number four. I mean, who did Figueredo beat? Like okay, the top five feels like it should be the the bottom the bottom five of the top ten. <laughs> Where are the actual top? You know what I mean? Like Hold we're on, missing. I, I want to figure out who the fuck Davison just beat. Who did he beat? I don't fucking know. He I know he somebody. won a fight, but who? Tim Elliott? Pantoja. No, Elliott. He beat Elliott. Oh, it he was. did beat Pantoja. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he lost to Formiga, then beat Pantoja, then beat uh, Elliott. Oh, he beat Elliott too. I, I thought yeah. I thought he was coming off one rebound. No, no, win. two wins. Okay, cool. But I mean, we, we don't have DJ know, anymore. We don't this, have Cejudo. We don't this, have Sergio, was, Sergio Pettis. Like this, this was my this, argument in the terms of is just keeping so, keeping Cejudo as a champ. He is the most talked about flyweight champ of all time. There's only been two, obviously, but um, he is definitely making more of a more of an impact, more noise 
drawing more eyeballs, drawing more Twitter followers, whatever the fuck it is, strictly off of all the cringe shit that he's doing. I know it's a little bit over the top, but we did not talk about DJ as much as we're talking about Zuhudo. And the fact that you have a champ champ now at this status, you you can sell him more. I would have been completely okay if they did Benavides against Figueredo for an interim title. Let's keep the let's keep the division going. Let's get these guys paid a little bit more because that's all that they want, right? The title signifies a higher pay. But okay, I I I would go with that too. However, you have you're just to- saying completely axe the division. Is that what? That, no, that no, no. Point? What the the problem with what you said is Suhudo will never go back down. So why even put interim on it if we know he's never going to come back down? That that's if, the thing. If he's that's- just searching for money fights and now he's a 135 champ and flyweight looks like that, what money fight do you have at flyweight? You're you have you're going to be taking pay cuts to cut an extra ten pounds. The only way he goes back to flyweight is if he gets his ass whooped at least two times at bantamweight. Then, then it's time to go back down and just dominate flyweight. I could see him even if he loses the title one thirty five, go back to one twenty five. Yeah, okay. He has a one tough fight, time yeah. against a lot of those guys. Yeah, at one thirty five, even Marais, that was like a ten eight first round. He beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Aldo did way better than Cejudo did in the first round when Marais was fresh. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, like, if you don't have a guy like Marais who folds under yeah. under pressure, is he really going to win that fight against any of these other top bantamweights? So, Peter Yan would light his ass up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah 100%. Right? I, I definitely like, think so, too. Well, I, I think we're, think we're so on the too. same page there. Corey Sanahigan, uh, Sanahigan would have a decent time, I think. Uh yeah, it really comes down to who Suhudo fights first. And I think Sterling is probably, he I'm not saying it. the safest, but probably the most beneficial for him to and take. And you won't, you, won't, you won't probably get hurt badly in that fight. Yeah. So, I don't know who I would take in that fight. Like, I, I, I'd lean Suhudo, but Aljo's been looking great. He's going to be the stronger guy here. You know what? I think I would, MMA wrestling might get nullified here. I would lean Aljo because... Suhudo was getting pieced up and yes he started to come back in the second and third round against Marais but that's just because he's like fuck it I'll just eat your shots and walk you down and use my toughness I think Sterling to get close. could Sterling's not yeah. gonna fucking play that game Sterling's gonna use his lankiness he's gonna kick keep him, keep him away and keep circling he'll probably do it for five rounds no problem yeah. and then the grappling's probably gonna be a wash I don't think it's gonna get it's gonna get there Suhudo's not gonna take him down and finish him on the ground like he did mm-hmm. Marais who was folding so when you look at it that way, I kind of favor Sterling. And if I'm Sterling, I'm like, please give me that fight right yeah. now. Please, please, please. You got to wonder how much the kicking is going to open up the takedown game for Suhudo too, though. Right? You want to kick, kick, kick to keep him outside, but you're oh, also grappling? giving him. Man, grappling with Sterling. Uh, it's tough. It's going to be tough. I'm not yeah, saying man. it's easy yeah. for Suhudo, but yeah. Suhudo is still a very credentialed grappler himself. Yeah, but he doesn't. Okay. He hasn't been. Sorry. Based on his credentials. His MMA wrestling doesn't seem to translate to translate yeah, as much, yeah. right? Like if you look at it on paper, I think paper, it's like a Phil Davis, Rashad Evans type of thing. Where kind Phil of? Davis might have a better resume, but he's not able to translate over to MMA. Exactly. And his and Sudo's main thing ever since he's come to the UFC has mainly been striking. Exactly. Like, he doesn't really use his wrestling that much, yeah. and yeah, it doesn't feel like it translates as well. Like he looks like a good wrestler, but then when you hear he's like Olympic level, you're like, I don't see that yeah. when I'm watching. What the fuck? It's going tough. On? It's tough for it's them to different. make that transition. There's a lot of fighters that have failed to make that transition. Yeah, because. They have habits that they have in they use in wrestling. They're not used to getting punched while them. they're trying to take fucking. You're not getting get punched, takedowns. right? If I'm just holding on and then the guy's elbowing me in the head, oh, this is a new component, right? Yeah. To to takedowns. Even um, Yoel. One thing I realized yeah. after a while I was he doesn't like, doesn't shoot that much. Not only that though. One thing I noticed with Yoel, he he he's not that great at holding guys down. And I realized after I think 
what what the, what kind of what kind of fucking wrestling did he do? But it was more about getting the takedown and exploding. It's not really about keeping the guy down. Oh. So he doesn't seem to have that skill set. Like he can get you down, mm-hmm. but in terms of really controlling you and keeping you there, I don't like he doesn't seem to have that um great skill there. So there's so many different things, right? There's different types of wrestling too. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm I'm happy that they they are moving on with either division because definitely the flyway division definitely needs it. Let's be real. Like they need a little bit of light, especially with Suhuro holding them up up there. Uh, having somebody as a champion now that can remain a little bit more active. I'm okay with that. They're going to have to build. A, uh, here's another part though, actually. When Demetrius Johnson was champion, there was such a huge gap between him and number two. But I think that now that these fights might be a little bit more competitive, there is a little bit more uh, possible positives that come out of having a new champion. Somebody that's not Suhudo. Or I think even if it was Suhudo, we might be able to see a little bit more of a, a competitive matchup with him and Benavides. That could spark a little bit more juice into the flyweight division. I think what we were missing with DJ was the lack of competition and and him just being so far ahead of everybody else. I think once we see these fights and that they're going to be a lot closer, like Schnell versus Pantoja was a fun fucking fight, even though I went one round, right? Schnell had a lot of good moments in that fight and then Pantoja comes back and absolutely deads him. Moreno's making a little bit of a resurgence. He looked good against Kaikar France. Here's Uh, the thing though. All that's a mood point if the UFC does not put some fucking marketing into this goddamn division. I think this we is their as start. hardcores, you're this talk- is their start. Like, but this is they're like okay. that's a hardcore perspective though. And I and I I'm on board with you, but yeah. nobody gives a fuck. Really, nobody yes. gives a fuck. Yes. Even <laughs> even if if so, I'm Benavides is probably going to win that fight. Benavides is what 36, 37, and we've seen him lose to DJ twice, getting deaded. He's He's not that compelling of a champion at the time. I wouldn't say it's a foregone conclusion that Benavides is going to win this fight. He's fa- He should be favored Which to win the fight. Which is kind of a problem when it's <laughs> Figueredo who just got handled by Formiga. Like, these guys look too beatable to be the title. But that's what I mean. Now guy. things are going to look... You but don't have anybody to compare it to. You don't have that, a DJ anymore. That's a good point. But on the inverse now, it just makes your division look shittier. Because then your champions don't look as, like, pristine. You know what I mean? Because it's like, eh. Like, Pantoja, Moreno are exciting good fighters. fighters good They're, fighters i'm trying to say exciting and entertaining okay, guys yeah, that people yeah, would yeah, want to fight yeah, benavides enough. has his on and off days role he'll have an entertaining fight davison figueredo he can make things it, it, it all comes down to how these fights actually play out are they going to look and um, the promotion fun to watch the promotion we i, I want to see back. um like come on UFC, get dj back in there go yeah. over to fucking asia they have some crazy small fighters over there yeah. Let's get some guys signed. Let's, yeah. let's actually get, get that a- Kaya Sakura guy that's been knocking yes. everybody out. Yeah, he fucking knocked out Horaguchi. He's the first guy to beat Horaguchi since DJ did it like yeah. 12 just, fights ago. He dusted Alko Sasaki, who's a UFC vet. Not the greatest, but fucking absolutely murked him too. After murking um, Horaguchi, which is yeah. huge. Like, get, Let's get these guys in there who are exciting. Small dudes who will go for knockouts. Yeah. You can start to build this division back up. Let's get a real top 15. Not, you know... After ten, who we're we're just, it's uh, is the division even fifteen guys? I think the division's only like. I remember there was a certain guys. point where it was like twelve. It was guys. like twelve. Like see. you don't even have a full. They got full fifteen. Okay, they got a fifteen now. Great. Benoit just got murked by uh, who he fight? That Adelanga, whatever. Oh, Haley Alatang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently he should have. He should he, like he legit lost. Like Haley Alatang won it, that fight. It went he definitely right won guy. that fight. Okay. Oh, he won that fight. Um, but no, it's just a power guy, though. He comes out hard in the first. If he can't knock you out, he generally loses. It looks like they're headlining a fight night with Benavides and Figueredo. That's what it looks like. ESPN uh, plus 27. It's going headline. down in Norfolk. 
But I'm, I, I, I'm, part of me thought it was like a pay-per-view co-main event. That's okay, right. That okay, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't know what card was Unless on. it's with another title fight, which honestly, I don't like them headlining with that on a fight night. They should put that as a co-main or a third does title fight down on a, a big card. Put it on a big fucking card. It does devalue it. Let's, let's push it. Is that, is that, the, is that the, the, the perspective that you're coming from? Is that, you know, making it a, a fight night title fight main event? It I, devalues I it? No, is no, that no. what you're trying to say? No. Um, to get more eyes on it. Put to it on a, on a big pay-per-view. Maybe have it... Watch I wouldn't even mind that's, it that's as a, an ESPN main card uh main event have like, it have it as the co-main to adesanya romero something like that or maybe put another title no uh, that, that, that's no. too much you can't have three title fights so i think that the easiest way to so promote them would be uh espn big espn main event that that's the way you're going to get possibility of the most eyeballs just because yeah. it's on cable or whatever the fuck it is right it's on espn's but regular here's thing. The thing right yeah, okay, I get that argument of it drawing eyeballs, but then also if it's just a fight night, fight night says I shouldn't care about this. So doesn't that take away a lot of eyes too? That's that's, Whereas where, that's if the point you got I was trying a to big before. event. Yeah. We have friends who are casuals who talk about only the big events coming up. Yeah. They don't know anything about a fight night card, right? Yeah. So I don't like how I know pay-per-view you'll get less eyes because they have to People order have to it. People have to order it, yeah. But if there's buzz around the event, it still feels like your name gets out there a little more than if it's a fight night on more, more on, uh, available to more I, people. I kind of thought that the, that was going to be their um, their uh, strategy with Macy Barber because she's fighting on the same card as Connor, but oh yeah, they want she's on the prelims. <laughs> she's on the prelims. But but is it the headline of the prelims? That could be the difference here. So let's confirm that. People, oh, it's people, not even. But, but I the card that. that I saw that they 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 put out, it didn't look like she was on the main card. Okay, just a quick little aside though, for anyone who thinks that if you fight on the prelims, it's not as good as fighting on the main card. The main event of the prelims is a higher spot than the first two fights on the main card. I would argue, hundred percent. Yeah. So and more often than not, the guys that are headlining the prelims would take up the first two spots exactly. on the card. It's a lead-in. It's a it's it's supposed to be a bigger fight. The, yeah. the, sometimes the first card on the main card is like two heavyweights you've never heard of. Yeah. And then like the prelim one is like number three versus number five yeah, yeah, in yeah, bantamweight. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Even uh, the not Korea card one. actually was decent because there's a little bit of hype behind Cyril Gunn. He had a decent yeah. performance against uh, Tanner Bozer. I don't know if you I watched thought that, that one. was a good performance because it showed that. He can go three rounds. He went. That's the thing. And he so didn't he's gas, gone three he didn't rounds. Slow down. He went three rounds during his last fight against Dontel Mays, and then finished the guy with the yeah a, with the heel hook, a like, heel hook with like thirteen seconds. His cardio seconds seems to be good. That's that's kind of what I was like. A little, I put a little bit of a bet on Bozer at plus five thirty. I'm like, this is ridiculous. As I was watching the fight, yeah. I remember your bet, and I was like, okay, Cyril Gunn is going to win this fight. However, at those odds, that was hundred percent ridiculous. The right, Minus right, eight hundred percent for because a five and zero fighter against a guy that's like twenty two fight veteran fought all over the world. And how much experience killers. does he have? Exactly. Yeah. So, and when we were watching the fight, it did feel like Bolzer could clip him at any second. Like it didn't. Yeah. It didn't feel. It, it felt like he was getting. He was definitely losing, but it didn't feel like he had no chance of winning at any given moment. For me, it was more so. I thought that Tanner Bozer was going to be able to implement his leg kicks a little bit more oh, okay. and chop away yeah, and maybe get game. rounds two and three. Okay, yeah, I didn't that know didn't end game, up happening. So. Yo, he's finished a guy with leg kicks in the past. <laughs> up in round four, yeah. Oh shit! In round four, he finished oh. a guy with leg kicks. He landed a couple, and they looked heavy as. I fuck. thought he was going to be more on it. He should have definitely been on. Speaking it of leg kicks, actually, Alexander Rakic, did you see that? Oh. The hematoma. I've never seen a hematoma in that he spot. He had a knee growing before. below his, his knee. knee. Yeah. I was like, what I've the never fuck? fucking seen that. Hardy said it, and I'm like, 
What's he talking about? Because like uh, he was fighting Orthodox and the camera was this side, so you couldn't yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. And then they rotated, but I'm like, oh shit, he's yeah. got a giant hematoma there. But then Ozdemir didn't kick it that much after that. He it didn't feel like he did it that bit, much but yeah, after he didn't that. Do like it round much. three, how many times did he throw a leg kick? But but also, is it... Uh, my, my question is, how much is it uh, actually hurting compared to aesthetically how it looks? What's the like? Like we know, hematoma is just a it's just a clump of like it fluid more, and shit, right? Yeah, it's more it's aesthetic. More aesthetic. Yeah. It's not like oh, he is absolutely compromised. Yeah, you should be fucking like. Remember Mark Hominick having that fucking brain <laughs> growing out of his brain against Jose Aldo? Yeah. that's the craziest hematoma I've seen. This one is slightly more grotesque, just because I've never seen that before. I've never this seen this one a was bigger, like. but that one looked bad because it was like it, was just it made his face look like an alien. <laughs> yeah. Harmonic already kind of has, like already an, has alien an alien shaped head. head and then you got this happening. It's like, good that God. was crazy. Yeah, that I don't want to talk too much about Rakic and Uzumir because we're going to cover that in the de- deciding yes. splits. Uh, let's talk about actually the, the moving forward now. Let's not talk about the fact that it was a controversial decision. We have yes. Uzumir as the winner. Let's go with the result. Yeah, the result, is, the result. is what it is. Uzumir is cool. the winner. Rakic comes up short. Fuck do we do now? <laughs> like, I, I was fully expecting Alexander Rakic to win this fight. You know, mix it up in and the light probably, heavyweight division. I know we said we won't talk about it. He probably should have. He probably should have won. It seems, but they're probably going to treat the, treat it as a, like a loss in terms of who who they match him up with against yeah. next. But I'm completely okay with this. He gets one quick finish though in his rebound fight, and he's He'll already be, right, he, back stocks right back. When you lose a split like that, I, I think it's perfectly laid out though. You got Tiago Santos waiting around in the wings. You got Anthony Smith waiting around in the wings. Match both of those guys up with one of those two. Like I like it. Like do so we've already gotten Smith and Uzmir. Oh, so let's Santos. do Santos, Uzmir, and then uh Smith Rakic. Completely Here's the okay thing. with that. I like that, but it seems like it's a lock. We're probably gonna get Smith and Teixeira. Is that happening? I mean, Smith wants him. And maybe the UFC just goes, you know what? Just fucking go I guess headline I re- of Brazil event on a fight night. What this fight was your, supposed to do for Rakic rebound. Was actually add to his name value, and it. I think the fact that he's coming out with a loss here, it's going to devalue him in most Here's people's eyes. I don't like Rakic getting Smith because that is him losing. Even though maybe he should have won, that's him losing, <laughs> and then jumping up. He's right. Like maybe okay, you fought the gatekeeper in Ozdemir, yeah, and it was clear that you're not quite ready for the top of the uh, top of the division right now fight someone maybe six through ten to get a nice little rebound you know what i mean look impressive again get a manual type finish maybe. is gustafson coming back he talked about a comeback yeah i don't mind that at all why not gustafson but gus is like dude like fight or don't i don't know what the fuck's going on with that he still <laughs> has a name that's all that he has yeah really I know, but he him. fights like once every year or two and uh, johnny whatever. walker against actually walker's fi- walker has a, fight. a rebound fight doesn't he have it booked or, or there was talks of a fight uh i feel like he has somebody booked actually Play around with the mic as much as you want, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, like there's keep, no uh, serious professionalism here. We're just going with the flow, rolling with the punches. <laughs> that's always been my problem is I keep moving off to the side and then people can't do what hear, you gotta right? do. Uh, oh, yeah. Nikita Krilov, uh, March 14th. That's a good So fight. those guys are booked. That's, that's a fine that's matchup a good fight right there. That's a fight for Walker to get another yeah. highlight. I wouldn't mind seeing Rakic if he wants to sit out this while. The loser of Blakovich and Anderson. For who? For uh, Rackage. The loser of Blackovich. Okay. Uh, you know what? Let, where are the rankings? Number one, Tiago Santos, who should probably fight Vulcan Uzdemir next. Show me uh, six through ten. Okay, we got Glover. Vul- Vulcan's going to move up. Glover's Rackage nine. Is 10. Glover's nine. Six is Blackovich. Seven is Gustafson. You know what? I don't mind that. Right? I don't mind that. It I, just I, depends I, I on how long like he it. wants to sit out because I think that fight's in March. 
Because most likely it'll be Blackovitz. I think Anderson wins wins that fight again. Mm-hmm. Anderson's only gotten better. He's younger than Blackovitz, and he already handled him the first time. When is that fight? February 15th. So that's not too far off. Rakic can sit back, chill for a bit, heal up. Um, it was a tough fight, though. It was a good test. Like, Olozdemir is that guy you need to... Like, that's your gauge is to see where you're at in the division when you well, when you fight a guy like him. My my guy, Newsom, works really closely with Rakic and his team uh, and his management team. They have, like, some partnership stuff. <clears throat> and one thing he kept telling me about is, yo, his head kick is nasty. It's next level. Yeah, we've seen that. We saw that. Jimmy Manuel. Uh, yeah, yeah, we saw his that. his soul left his body, yeah. Didn't see it once in this fight. Maybe he just couldn't set it up properly. I guess Olsdemir was shutting him down, maybe. I thought you would have some sort of game plan to throw combinations in the first round and a half or so that's going to make him make Uzdemir start to like start to float off to the right side or the left side whichever kick that you I think it was the left kick that he wants to land so to make him try to float to that side more and then just punch him into the kick after okay but after, 15 minutes goes by and after, no head kick I was like, after watching Luke Thomas's morning combat dissected yeah I I just feel like there's always shit I'm just not seeing so that's why I kind of want to see the breakdown to see like Maybe Ozdemir was just doing something that we didn't notice that was stopping him from True. doing a head kick. That but could be it too. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I've heard that a lot. Like it's like, why isn't he doing that? And then then you see a breakdown. Like, oh, okay, he it was actually being shut down. I just couldn't see it. One so, thing that was maybe very that was that. in the fight too, though, is that Rakic was a lot quicker than him too. He was landing a lot of shots and getting out of the way. Ozdemir was landing, <clears> if <throat> if anything, the the harder shots, but Rakic was out voluming him, especially in the first two rounds. Yeah, at least. and then having obviously Rakic on the back foot for. A little bit didn't seem to to sway the judges as much. I think that's again. I don't want to get into the decision, but it, uh, it, it's just the way that they were fighting. That that kind of like Rakic could have easily won that fight. It wasn't a good look that he started to fade though in the third. It was yeah. pretty clear he was fading. Yeah, that's not a good look. You, you got to be able to go three rounds hard. I know you're not the most familiar with Rakic, but this is probably like the first like legitimate fight that you've watched of his, other than the Jimmy Manuel knockout, the Devin Clark finish. I don't know if you've even I seen never, that one. I didn't see the Devin Clark finish, yeah. and I think I saw his fight before that. Justin Ledet. Did you see that fight? I might have seen that. I, I think that's a fight that I've it. always been telling you to watch, which is like, he came Velasquez, Justin Ledet. I think he got 30-24s in that, that fight. That. Like, absolutely murked him. I remember watching it, but <clears> I don't remember anything about it anymore. I am absolutely impressed with Volkan Uzumir's takedown defense. I thought that, that I thought solid. that Rakic was going to have more success with the takedown. Yeah. Uh, when he was, you know, I think he only landed one, if that. Volsdemir looks like dense, very heavy yeah, and dense. Yeah, Like hard to move. There was a lot of times where uh, Rakic had his back and he had like the over-under. And it seemed like he was trying to like drag him to the ground. And he was going to the ground, but not Vulcan. Vulcan was but still it, like staying up. Yeah, but even, very to, surprised. even to that point, it it was like Volsdemir wasn't even trying. Yeah. Like he wasn't even worried. Like Rakic would get in deep and he just kind of like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like a threat. Like, oh shit, whoa, no, no, no. It was just, okay. Like he was so solid, he couldn't move him almost enough to, to actually get his ass down. But I, I'm uh, I'm kind of bummed that Uzmir got got the win here, just because like, I don't really want to see him contend for a title again. I think John Jones murks him. I think you know, obviously DC still up there, but we'll have to see what happens with Reyes and 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 Jones. Have you seen the food truck with him yet? Yeah, you know, not bad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, like- I I would have liked if <clears throat> if Shab pressed him a bit about the Reyes. Uh, sorry, the Ozdemir fight. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually that. scored it for Reyes, but they kind of just skimmed through it. Like, yeah, so I won that fight. And then they're like, they, I'm like, you know, ask him about it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, did you feel like you won that fight? Let's that's talk thing, about that fight a little more. That's the thing more. about that show, though. I think that shop just lets it go where it fucking goes. There's no real, 
okay, there's an agenda to talk about this fight, this fight. He's yeah, even talking about it. He goes, I mean, we're just going to talk. I just haven't heard anything about, about it. We're talking about football for fucking 10 minutes. I just haven't heard anything about it, though. That's mm-hmm. why I kind of wish that they didn't just skim over it. Like, if it, it came up in topic, that's what I mean. Don't bring it up, but it came up. So let's talk about it a bit. I want to see what he says about, about that fight. Like, I don't know. I just want to hear... See what he has to say about that. Like if fight. he thinks he lost, uh, he's never going to say if he thinks he lost. I actually, fight. I actually I thought he won. Think the, the, That's the, the funny part. I actually think he won. There's a lot of controversy over it, but I, I escaped. I, I gave him two and three. I was looking at MMA decisions, and the last majority of people actually thought Vulcan won. I know so. that. Yeah, I saw that. But <laughs> I know you're. And then, yo, even uh, Aldo Morais, fucking yeah. the majority's from Aldo. I know. I'm like, what? But the I fuck? thought when we rewatched that third round, it was kind of. It's evident. It, well, you got to watch Marais, again. You got to yeah, watch I a little Marais bit closer. Landed so I get the it. better shots. Yeah. Um, I think it's just Aldo. <clears throat> People like Aldo better than Mariah. So if it's going to be close, then there's always a little bit of bias there. And the plotting forward. I'm not with that. Man, Mariah was hitting him. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, when that fight's done. Charles, yeah. motherfucking Eric Jordan. Looked yeah, a little bit good, sketchy for him in the first call. round. Good call for you uh, right? on the on the underdog play. I didn't to. think so. Um, he he was getting lit up a bit in the first, but this is okay. Choi this is still going to fucking stand there and bang with you. This is the problem. Okay, so that's this, what, that's this the fight, problem. <laughs> this fight for me wasn't really about how good Jordan looked. It was about Duhu Choi, Duho Choi, sorry. What the fuck is going on? Get better. Like, why? It feels like, like you've had three ass whoopings in a row. There were two to top guys. Okay, fair enough. When he comes back again, his, his, he's too easy to hit. In the Cub fight, yeah. way too easy to hit. Yeah. In the Stevens, he comes out looking amazing in that first round. Then, as soon as guys start to pressure him a bit, he gets hit a lot, very yeah. easily. It's, he hasn't, I saw a statistic out there, he hasn't won a fight in the UFC that hasn't gotten past the first round. Yeah, and, 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 and even in the fights that he's lost, he's won the first round in all yeah. these fights too, against yeah. top guys. Cub Swanson, Jeremy Stevens, those are top guys to get that first round against. But then after, it just feels like he doesn't move his head. Like that seems to be his problem. He just eats shots There's way too easily. There's a huge drop in his striking defense come that second round. Yeah, man. And you got Jordan was this hitting up. him. Even in the first round, he landed a couple good shots. And dri- you can't be getting knocked out by a guy like Jordan when... Actually, when, how, did, how did you score that first round? Troy? That's what was interesting because I know Jordan clipped him at the end. And dropped him. And had him down. But I think overall, if you look at the damage from the beginning part, Choi, was Choi also dropped damage. him and probably landed more. Did he drop him or he rocked him numerous times? He but never visibly, dropped him. I mean, he shook. Yeah, like, but he never actually like took a seat. But when, even though when he, when he got dropped, he was immediately defending. So you could say that the wobbling is way almost worse True. like in terms of how hurt the guy is. Yeah. So I, I kind of, I remember thinking when the round ended, I'm like, Maybe that could be a draw because Choi, Choi won like more dominantly the first part, but then towards the end he really got fucked up. So I would probably lean Choi, but wouldn't be upset with even like a draw in that first round. I was, I was, I felt like I was too biased to judge that fight just because yeah. I had money on Jordan. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm just gonna stay out of this. But thinking about it now, I, I would probably lean towards more so a Choi round if you're forcing me to pick a side. Yeah, um, I think so too. But man, you gotta get, you gotta shore up these holes, man. You gotta stop getting hit so fucking You know easy. how high I was on this guy ever since, like when yeah. he first came into the UFC, just wrecked Even Thiago after the Tavares. cup fight, that, like, that seemed yeah. like a good learning fight. To me, after the cup fight, I'm like, this is your fight where you learn that lesson now and you come back like a monster. And then it's like the Stevens fight, you're like, okay, the first round, oh shit. Yeah. He's, he's come back. He's looking good. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Fuck. He got <laughs> fucked up. Okay. Let's not give him a monster. Let's give him someone ranked a little lower and let him build back up. You know the lessons you got to learn. 
They did that, and he still gets knocked out. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm kind of off the train now. Like, you got to get better, dude. I, I like, I really like Charles. Um, <clears throat> this one guy I've been following since his amateur days. Like, literally, oh, okay. like, when I used to go to Montreal, remember I with Grant. Oh, you know about this guy from back then. Oh, okay. I just heard about him on short notice against Desmond Green. That's the only thing I know him about him. Him and his brother were like top shit at the promotion that we always used to go to and watch in uh, Kanawaki, Quebec. It was like Native Reserves. That's the only quick side. Amateur fights. What's up? Did you know that Alex Reyes is Dominic Reyes' brother? <laughs> I've already given him shit about this before. Like, as as much of a fan as you are, you should already fucking know that. I didn't fucking Screw know that. You, dude. I was like, wait, what the <laughs> fuck? Watching Food Truck Diaries? Like, my brother was up, like, oh, that was the guy that Mike Perry wrecked? This guy's older brother? What the fuck? Like, You're yeah, the anyway, worst, sorry. dude. You're the fucking worst. You were talking about Jordan. I uh, know, Jordan. Yeah, on the dude, regional stuff. Yeah, yeah, regional scene, he looked fucking like a monster. He was going out there, obliterating guys, looking amazing. And it seemed like they were really pushing him. And they were kind of lucky because that's around the time when when he turned pro, him and his brother turned pro, that's when TKO started to make a comeback. And that's when they started putting on shows again. And they used Charles and Louis, his brother, and there's another guy, TJ Laramie, uh, as the main like future stars that they're trying to use to push the TKO brand. And Charles' only loss, other than Desmond Green, is to TJ Laramie, who... Uh, is his own oh. kind of wrecking force on the on the scene. Yeah, He's this kid from Windsor, okay. very fucking you know great wrestler, great overall game. They fought in a title fight, and Laramie beat him in a decision. Went all five rounds, very fun, entertaining fight, and then Laramie lost to a guy named Alex Morgan f- for the title. Alex Morgan lost the belt to Louis, uh, Charles Jordan, and Charles Jordan was a champion. So they got a little, little triangle, a little bit of there, a triangle yeah. going on there. So. You know, Laramie couldn't get past Morgan, and now Jordan is ending up champing and coming into the UFC. Came in on a super short notice against Desmond Green, up a weight class. That was lightweight, yeah. Up a weight class, and still held his own. He didn't get taken down to the, like, his takedown defense looked pretty fucking good. I don't remember the fight. I don't even think I watched it. A lot of people thought that Des Green was just going to go out there and wrestle fuck this kid. He did a lot better than, you know, I think uh, he was a plus 400, plus 500 dog going into that fight as well. And then in this fight, I'm like, yo, this is kind of teed up for him. And if you looked at his Instagram as well, dude, the guy came in shape. He was training really fucking hard. And I know this guy's mentality in terms of he wouldn't take this fight if he truly didn't believe he could win it. And especially make a splash while at it too. You're going to this guy's backyard. You're going against a guy who is highly talented to be top three in the division. Go out there and knock his ass out. Are you kidding me? That's fucking insane. This It couldn't have worked out better for him too. I love his post-fight speech too. 50G, he goes, oh, Dana, can I get that 50G so I can move out of my mom's basement? (laughs) He got the fight of the night, so... It's such a bad look for the sport when you got your fucking professional fighters talking Second fight in the UFC, don't mind that, whatever, it's cool. I, 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 that's cool, but... I generally hate when guys are like, give me the 50 I know, I know, I know. I know. Whether so you cringe. say it or not, know, it doesn't fucking yeah. affect who they're giving it to. They're going to look at the results of the card. Relax. Like, stop. I, I absolutely agree it. with that. I think John Anik always hammers on it. Yeah, too. I don't like it. Don't ask for the 50 Don't do it. Don't, don't look. In fact, if I'm the UFC, I'm going to be like, okay, if someone Next. has, e- if, if someone has even an equal finish to you, yeah. they're getting it now. <laughs> Lesson learned? Yeah. <laughs> don't fucking do that shit. All right. But either way, that I, was a solid win. I he like clearly that he came splashed in on, Yeah. I like that he splashed onto the scene like that because he just establishes himself right at the top now too. See, Not at the top. That's but the advantage of knowing guys when they're on the regional circuit because you can take when, advantage of these situations. When, that's how you take, this is like an arbitrage uh, profit opportunity with betting odds. Yeah. 
It's the same thing. Like it's like that's what I kind of thought I was gonna have the advantage with the Bozer bet too. Because Ghana is another guy that came from TKO. Pretty much all of his fights before the UFC were at TKO. Yeah. And these guys were supposed to fight in TKO against each other. Oh, okay. They were actually because Bozer was on the the regional Canadian scene. He fought a lot in the ACB over in Russia. So yeah. he fought a lot of Russians too. But he was a guy from the West Coast that they were gonna bring into TKO to fight Ghana. And I thought that's where I was gonna get the edge there too. But yeah, watching these guys from like way below, like even the guy, dude. I haven't, well, I'm not even going to say anything about that, but uh, Ergis Segeta, another guy that I have that I, at the gym that I used to work at, literally signed this kid up to the gym. The only experience he had before he signed up to the gym was wrestling in high school. Oh, wow. And now he's come in, undefeated on uh, the amateur scene, now 4-0 as a, a pro. He's about to fight again, and I think he's fighting in Burlington. I'm not 100% sure. Fighting in Burlington in February. When you see these guys and and and... And you see them right from the get-go and you know that, especially if wrestling is their fucking background, I, I love to hop on these guys right off the get-go. Yeah, when, it, they're, when they're jumping in the UFC on short notice with like plus 500 odds because nobody knows them, that's when you got to take advantage of that shit. And stylistically, this was the perfect fight. A guy that you, you expect Duho try to make those adjustments to have the better striking defense, to not go out there and brawl like that. But you're still going to take the shot at plus 250. I got it at plus 252. It got to close to plus to 300 by the time the fight actually happened. People and were just completely just writing him off. Considering the losses that Duo Troy was coming off of and the fact that he didn't learn from the Stevens fight, uh, sorry, from the Swanson fight to the Stevens fight, it kind of felt like the right play. Like, Did, minus you, hear about his, did you hear about Troy's uh, difficulties he, he, with yeah, the he military? So he's trying to sign up to do his mandatory two-year service, but the application's not going through or being delayed or he's waiting. And so as a result, he couldn't leave South Korea this whole yep. time. That's why he was fighting on this card. He's not allowed to leave the country until they get back to him, but they're not fucking getting back to so him. So it could be another two years until yeah, he fucking When, when he actually does get clear, it's going to be two years. That's insane. It kind of works out for the him. Zombie got so much fucking better. I, I know, but I know. But he's not. No. Like, <laughs> you got to fix some shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 28. So even if he goes on service right now, he'll come back around 30-ish, 31 not too bad. He could be so big though, because he he could be this animal, and he's mm -hmm. got that. He, he's cute. <laughs> like you got that. You look at him, and you're like, oh, it's a little boy. And then he just fucking dudes up. Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, yeah, you have. You could really get there, man. But anyways, he has he has all the talent in the world. He just needs to shore up that fucking striking defense. Like if he can get that under wraps, he's exciting. Um, and again, you can pro probably couple in the fact you know he's exciting because he gets hit, so he's in somewhat of competitive fights. But when he is on, he is like pinpoint fucking murking these he guys. He needs to stay on the whole fight. That's a problem. Like it's it's such a noticeable difference. It's a it's kind of the same thing with Mar Marlon Marais, right? Like stay the first round fighter for the whole fight. That's what you need to do. It's weird with Marais though, because he came over from WSOF and and that those companies over there where he's beating guys in decisions too. But at his pace, because he his skill set was so much better than them. But now it's like when you when the skills Sure up. When, up. When, when they get closer and then the guy's pressuring you, it just seems like he's not fighting at his own pace. It was a little bit of a surprise to me to 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 see his his I guess regression of cardio, if you want to call it that. Like I thought he was so much better when it came Dude, to, to after to withstanding your cardio for even 15 minutes. Think about where he's fallen from the second round of the Cejudo fight till now. After the first round of the Cejudo fight. This guy looks like, is anybody going to beat this guy? 
He's he's about yeah. to fucking win the title dominantly, and who the fuck is gonna beat this dude? Nobody's gonna touch him. And then right after that round ends, it's just nothing but downwards. Even after a win, his stock. I know. Like, <laughs> That's so. What true. the fuck? <laughs> You're supposed to go out there and wreck Jose Aldo, who just had to cut off a leg to make. You look like a pound for pound yeah. king after that yeah. first round, and now it's like I don't even know if you should get a title fight, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, ugh. Was there anything else on the card that really like stood out to you? Because I don't know how much of it you actually watched. I I skimmed all the fights. <laughs> Up until the last three. I watched the last three. So I watched uh, Duho Choi Jordan and then the Comain Racket Trolls. I, I really, the only reason I want to show you the Lemos and Granger fight is. Uh, Granger oh, I saw the finish. I oh, saw you saw that. the finish? So I saw that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. What I, kind of weird position is that to I, get a fucking choke from? I'm not, I, I hate, like, I'm not trying to rag on Granger or anything here. But the way she went out, it was so weird because yes. like, her arms just fucking just went straight. And then she was I out. was going to point that out to you because I was going to point out. I've never seen that like, before. Most people, it's like, but exactly. this was like. Arms straight. <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? I know. It almost felt like she did it consciously and then went out. I'm That's like, I've I'm never saying. seen that. I've never seen that I've never before. seen Mostly it just goes limp where it is. Yeah. It doesn't actually like you go out, then your body. Go- I guess the rigor mortis kicked in where they go. <laughs> Where they get stiff, I like don't you know. She ain't dead, dude. Like, <laughs> but still, fuck? like that—that that was weird. And and the positioning of the rear naked choke was weird too, because it wasn't fully under. Like it was, it was just at an angle enough that she was still able to cut off those arteries or whatever. It, it but looked like it was more like where it the looked grip, like it was on the chin ish, but where, where the bend was was kind of on the chin. Yeah, but then I think. Oh crap! You're good. You're good. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think what happened was the other side, her blade of her arm on the other side, she was probably pushing against the side of the neck over here. Yeah. And I think that's what caused because otherwise it it looked like this just looks like it's uncomfortable on the chin, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden she goes out. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. How the fuck did you finish that? But that was that was insane. That was some weird shit. That girl was coming off two year layoff. Going I will down say two divisions as well. That's it would be so nice if everybody went out like that because the ref he didn't have to do shit. He's I like, know. oh well, she's clearly out now. <laughs> Let's stop this fight. He's like, wait, is she? Oh well, clearly, <laughs> clearly. she's out. Yeah, stop this. As soon as she did this, she's like, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Like, out of, out of the t- almost ten years now that we've been watching MMA, that's the first time I've ever seen somebody immediately react like that as soon as they yep. fucking go to sleep. That's insane. Um, just a quick little thing Go for uh, it. On, on, on the odd thing, on the odds thing. I was watching a little video that showed uh, the top fighters on this card, their top finishes. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Hominic Chance on Young. Oh, you remember that? Seven, seven seconds. seconds. Yeah. And then I remember, I recall, Zombie was a plus 400 in that fight. Do yeah, he was a heavy dog. A minus 600. Because yeah. Hominic was coming off the, the Aldo, Aldo fight. Lot. Yeah. Where That's, his stock kind of raised because he had yeah. that fifth round where he almost came back. And I'm just thinking of it now, of like where they are, where their cures were. I'm like, I think that uh, was, was, was the time to cash fight? in. No, no, he started. He just kept losing. He, lose, yeah, he yeah. lost to like some. I think Pablo Filipino Garza guy. He lost to Pablo Garza. Didn't he lose to Pablo then Garza? he lost again to what was his name? Eddie something. Eddie Yagen. Oh God! Don't don't. It's Eddie Yagen. Oh, you're so right. What is it? So he lost to Aldo Young, then Eddie Yagen, and then Pablo. How Garza. did I remember that shit? <laughs> Who the fuck knows about who Eddie Yagen is? <laughs> Split decision laws. I remember that fight. Now. I remember him like losing that fight. Wow, he beat Hominick and then and then he just lost guys. twice and retired. <laughs> it wasn't even in the UFC. Yeah, that's weird. So they oh, like cut him or something. No, I-, I remember that after the Hominick fight, he was out for a long time with some health problems. I think, and then I think in that time he got cut and then oh, he probably came back. The move went quietly unnoticed, despite Yagen's manager providing evidences of him being medically cleared to compete under contract. Oh, Yagen was released of his contract due to his medical condition sustained go. in his planned bout with Dennis Seaver. 
That's oh, weird. okay. So they wouldn't medically clear him. So no. they, I guess they let him and go so he could go him. fight someone else. Yeah. And then he fought two years later against a couple other guys. But yeah, that 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 was fucking nuts, dude. I was there. We were there for that. Were you there too? For what? Uh, Hobbinick getting knocked out by zombie. Because no, that I wasn't was the, there. I, I was. Uh, I was, was watching it live at home. I think that was one forty. That was. That was yeah, Jones Machida. Was Jones Machida. Yeah, okay. you weren't there. No, I wasn't Fuck. there for that one. Yeah, I remember I was there for that one. That was that one was yeah that one was tough to watch. Uh, I was a huge fan of Mark Hominick. And back then when then he too. loses to Eddie Yegan like that, you're just like, what the fuck is going? Fell on off here? a cliff. Yeah, that whole team kind of fell off a cliff after Sean Tompkins died. Remember fucking Sam Stout, him Hordesky, those are the main three guys coming out of that gym, and they all just fucking ate shit. Yeah, and then I, I, I remember Hominick was still. I think Garza was like plus two fifty to Mark Hominick. Still, after yeah. three losses, and I'm like, and what? And I remember putting Buddy on him in like easy win. That right one there. was tough. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that Eric Perez knockout that I sent you? Eric I think I, I sent you a gift this last night when I saw it. Uh, yeah. Well, Eric Perez lost as a minus 270 Goyu? underdog. Goito? At Bellator. <laughs> yep. Takeo Mizugaki totally exposed him and killed his career run. Yeah. I've never been a fan of this guy. Yeah. I remember you bet on Mizugaki because you're like, I'm not sold on this dude. But this guy was like a uh, plus 200-ish. It should replay. Nope. Not going to replay. Come on, motherfucker. To, yeah, it was pretty quick too. It was like less than a minute. There we go. If this fucking plays. Seriously. Does, this, does it have to really load a three-second clip? The fuck is it loading? Okay, there we go. Oh, it was literally just, just like a left oh, hand. God. Puts him down. Go Done. To sleep. 54 seconds. That was rough. And uh, Barnett fucking getting pulled last minute. What was that? Did he ever explain what it was? Do you have a fever or something? Apparently he was severely under the weather, so they had to pull him from the card. Maybe he was just dehydrated who had the flu or something. That's nuts. I, I, he I probably still would have won the fight. Ronnie Marks yeah. fucking sucks. Yo, he opened up around like minus 250-ish and he closed out like minus 340. Minus you see the difference? Minus yeah. 250 against Ronnie Marks? Ronnie Marks fucking sucks, dude. I gotta show you something. Do you remember Ronnie Marks in the UFC? Yeah. I remember. I remember Tiago Santos was a huge underdog to him, and he fucking liver kicked him in 40 seconds. I remember Yoel Romero knocking him out in the third round. There was... I remember he had a boring decision win over Aaron Simpson. Yep. But that was at 185, eh? Yeah, Look man. at this now. This is modern-day Honey Marks on the left. And Honey Marks before he fought, I believe Derek Brunson on the right. It's sad to see because it's like this is clearly a guy who's not caring or no. giving a fuck or trying. No. You're not How do you trying. go from 185 to weighing like 240-something, you know, have a little bit of respect for your career? Seriously. <laughs> like <laughs> right? you shouldn't – if you're a fighter, why do you have flab on you? Unless yeah. you're like a top, I guess um, – Tanner Bowser like and Roy Nelson get a, get a pass. Unless you're fucking DC. <laughs> or yeah. DC, yeah. Everybody's calling Tanner Bowser the Canadian Roy Nelson. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, he Roy didn't Nelson. get put out. Yeah. yeah. Right uh, he didn't even get wobbled. <laughs> Give him that. Fucking hilarious. That that is pretty funny. He's like a bigger version of Roy Nelson. They're like that's a Roy Nelson version. spending a winter in a Canadian forest and then coming back down and trying to fight. <laughs> that's what everybody was fucking saying. <laughs> Where he lost a bit of weight, but not all of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, w- there's a Bellator on tonight. Lima Lay McFarland defending her title. I've al- I've always liked her. Like she's fun to watch. She's been somewhat of a dominant champion now for Bellator. Competition's obviously Dominant not there. In Bellator. I know, in Bellator's women's flyweight division. Come on. The UFC Come flyweight division slack. fucking sucks right now. It says developing. I mean, I what the hell does up. Bellator have in a flyweight division? Uh, even, why, how does Bellator even have featherweights? Like, 
Yeah. These organizations need to get together and just be like, can we just unite and have one featherweight division that we all draw from? Because there's yeah. not enough of them out there. God. That's so cool, dude. But hey, they, they have that tournament going on right now. Isn't it a featherweight tournament that they have going on? Or, or sorry, sorry, men's featherweight. Women's featherweight is way more stocked what tournament? up. tournament? fucking tournament this are you is, gonna have a featherweight i mean yeah, women's featherweight. women's featherweight there's no tournament <laughs> Do you even the, have funny thing is, yo, the funny thing is on ufc's website for their yeah. athletes under women's featherweight there's seven there's seven of them they have rankings though no not rankings oh. but just like they're the roster oh the roster, the roster page seven. for the women's featherweight top seven seven chris cyborg who's gone uh-huh. felicia spencer megan felicia anderson spencer, megan anderson the girl that megan anderson just beat which fair zine santos or some shit uh leah letson uh, Kat Zingano. Kat That's a Who's featherweight. Also gone. She was originally a flyweight who then she's moved in, up to bantamweight. She's in Bellator, so she's not even on the roster anymore. Uh, some another, another girl named Juliana Spolierenko or something. Is shit. that the chick that Megan Anderson is set to face? No. That girl's not even on the website. Why isn't she? <laughs> she's a new one in the division, but you have fucking Zingano on there and Cyborg. So out of the seven that are on their website, Two only four there. of them, only oh, four of them are on the on the rosters. And though. then they're missing that. Like they don't even know who to give Megan. For fuck's sakes, the girl she's getting, I think her record is like four and all. She's four and all. And she's fighting hasn't like the number fought, one contender at Featherweight. Hasn't in the UFC. fought in almost a year and a half. Even they got the girl no that, one. Even the girl that Megan just beat didn't fight in like a year and a half. Two they years. got no one for her. What are you gonna do, Megan Anderson versus Felicia Spencer every other fucking card? This is That's perfect. No, 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 no. This is all a part of the plan, Tony. <laughs> This is all the part of the fact. You let, that you let Megan Anderson go out there and dust these girls, uh, serve her up to Nunez, and you just empty the bank account on Nunez. That's it. You know what? I didn't even think of that. That's a good think idea. Think about it. Let her fucking beat these scrubs. I don't I don't even think Megan Anderson has enough time to get a Nunez fight. Her stock mean? is so low. She's won one fight. <laughs> Felicia Spencer told you. Me. Felicia Spencer is actually fighting uh, the girl that Megan Anderson just. Beat. You got lay and prayed by Holly Holm <laughs> at a weight class low. Okay, no, no, no. That was a featherweight fight, but it was still a way smaller fighter than you. Holly Holm laid and prayed you. <laughs> that, like, that's She's not it. Good. Stock She's is not shattered good. after that. All she has, and I hate talking shit. I'm not talking shit about her, but like. All she has is power. Even her technique striking is it's not, not that the great. Greatest. I remember when her striking it, defense is in the bad. first round when Holly shot. I remember she she landed a wicked knee, but that was literally like the only thing she landed in that fight. That looked good, so I was like, she landed maybe a couple striking, good punches she on Holly. Beat up Holly, but she has power. That's all that's going for her. Yeah, technique was. So and I think she 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 probably had had an opportunity to knock out Holly home if the fight stayed on the feet. Strictly yeah, off if of it stayed power. on the feet. Yeah, strictly I, off the power. Yeah. But when you get guys that are girls that are able to go in there and mix it up, Felicia Spencer, Holly Holm, I don't know about this Norma Dumont chick that she's about to fight, but, but I got to watch her. Another thing is like Megan Anderson's talking about how like she needed that last win it, like for her confidence and this and that. And I'm like, if you're already doubting yourself yeah. at that point, are you really going to get that much better? Yeah. To, to, like, to, like, it feels like that's always going to be there. For her, realistically, should be, she should be in Bellator. Yeah, 100%. like that. That's that's where you're gonna get the most fights, probably. Probably, and you're you not gonna Cyborg be Cyborg and Julia Budd at least. Julia Budd, you know, Cyborg slowly chicks. starting to decline. I think Cyborg would still beat her, but she's starting to decline. She's starting to get older. Um, I, I just want to take a, w- a quick look at the Bellator card tonight. There's not much. Uh, speaking of the featherweights, 
AJ McKee's Oh, that's his, a good fight. He's having his uh his featherweight opening. No, no, second round fight. Second round of the of the tournament against Derek Campos. He's like a minus eight hundred favorite. Makes sense. Yeah, well, he starts the other guy in one round, so yeah, he, he's he's I think the first. Yeah, he's the first one to fight. Uh, I like that little lottery thing they did though. In terms that was of picking cool. it, that was it was good. It I was, didn't mind that. Yeah, Mauro Ronaldo was perfect to narrate the the whole way through, like. Because well, it, it was a live performance, like it was legit, like a okay, live I'm, performance. I didn't actually watch that live. I mean, oh. like, like I read the results. It was after cool, it, and just the whole concept of it, I thought was really watching cool. it play out was actually cool too. Okay, was it? Okay, yeah, yeah, they just had all the guys on the stage, and they were just like saying, "Okay, you're up. You get to choose a fight." Blah. I, blah. I felt like something like that, especially under Bellator's control, is probably going to come off super cringy. But that's that's pretty what impressive. Thought. Pretty exactly. Impressive. I thought it was going to be cringy too, but it was kind of fun because like they had all the guys up there talking shit to each other, and like Moro Ronaldo was rena- uh, narrating everything, and they had the bracket up for you at the t- on the screen. Okay. And every time somebody picked a fight, they like switch it over and they'll show like, okay, this guy's fighting like on that. this day now. I like it was, that. It was fun it's how they did it. It's something different. It's I don't unique. know what they're doing for this one though. I think the bracket is set at it as is now. I'm not 100% sure. Oh. Like moving forward for round three. If they're going to be able to pick again for the top four. Exactly. I don't I don't okay. know how that's going to work out. Uh, but I, I like it, man. Like, it's funny how Bellator goes from being a tournament-based promotion to going back to being a regular promotion. Now going back, back to, tournament to tournament almost. Because Scott Coker, he loves the tournaments. The difference is they were just tournaments. This is, okay, we're going to take the best guys that we have and put them into this tournament and let them and fight it out. we're going to do a tournament when we actually have names to fill out a tournament. Yes. That's what I like. There, It's not just forced. Yeah. It's like, okay. They're struggling to find guys to fill out tournaments back then. When you keep doing tournaments, you have guys fighting three times in like two, three months. Yeah. And then they sit out for a bit, but then they have to go again, back in, three fights. Potential. It's just, it's too much. Too much of a schedule. I, I like tournament the, here and there is cool. I like the approach that PFL is taking with like the season and, 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 and tournament thing. Uh, they still got to figure out like... Because they have when they have two fights in one night, they have to do the first fight as a two rounder. I hate that. And then they shit. have to figure out the winner wins. of the first round yeah. goes on. I, what I the fuck are we talking I about? I don't here? need more than one fight in one night. Like you don't need to fight more than once in a night. So just get your victory, prepare for the next one, and move on. That's it. I don't. I don't care for. I don't like this. Oh, it was so a draw, dumb. but you won the first round. What Look at the, the fucking fuck? the, the the championship fights at the end of this year are like guys that are just filling in for other guys. Yeah. All the you saw, or not you saw, but like all the failed drug tests. I don't know if you saw that. Alex Nicholson is suspended for four years. Fucking huge fine. He was on uh, everything. Daniel Pineda can't fight for the title anymore because he popped for something. TE, high TE ratio, but he's disputing it, saying what the fuck's going on so here. So weird. Like the, the, there's so many asterisks that go into, but I love the I love the PFO's uh, method of that. The only issue I have is obviously besides like the, the fighters filling in, you're going to get the same matchups over and over and over again, yeah. season after season after season. And it keeps happening. If you don't populate it a little more. They got to get a little more. Good job that they got Rory. It's I was about to say great, the Rory thing. Job. Um, finally, like this is what every fucking smart fighter should be doing. If I'm yeah. Rory McDonald. Oh, wait, this company with lower level fighters is offering a $1 million. Asterisk beside that too, because there are some talented they guys are, there. But overall... Overall, it's not the same level of uh, If UFC. you're going to a tournament in PFL versus even Bellator or UFC, you're fighting maybe one guy that's on your level, mm-hmm. if even that. Like, if I'm Rory, that's an easy three wins in a row and a million dollar paycheck. 
Just win one fucking tournament and retire. I hate to call it easy because it's fucking MMA. I get, I get and like, what you mean. Jordan Johnson easier was supposed to... Though, relatively, relatively. Let's say relatively okay. easy. Like Jordan Johnson was supposed to go in there and scrub everybody and win the million dollars. Yeah. I think he's in the finals coming up now, but there are some tough guys for him to face there. I don't know what Rory's but division is going to look for, like in this. For, for, for making a million dollars, it's yeah. not going to get easier in MMA than going Agreed. through a PFL tournament if you're a top-level UFC or Bellator fighter. Um like you should fucking leave go win a tournament and then just re-sign with a major company with a million dollars in your bank account somebody was it's saying, more than a million because the fights on the yeah, way yeah, there yeah. you're still getting you're still 200k each or something somebody was saying that their pfl is not done making a splash with the free agents apparently they're going out for other big guys too i don't know who's left yeah who's who's backing them in terms of money like they can't be profitable. they have investors they, have, they cannot be profitable they yet. have a ton of investors and they are paying out uh, all their champions too. So but they've only had one season go by so far. They're probably going further and further in debt because where <clears throat> are they be. fucking generating this money from? I don't see it. I think they're they're, they're aiming for the long game here because yeah. it is producing ent- entertaining fights. It's in, uh, it's it's enticing highlights. You know, we're, we're seeing it a lot more on, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, they're, they have uh, Chamatkar Sandu running their PFL social media. So he's hooking up with guys like with Ray Rod and stuff to make those like edits that are seen everywhere now. So they're doing their best to just pump out as much as possible. Yeah. And then they have decent investors too. Kevin Hart's one of their investors, which is a yeah, trip as well, right? Random, yeah. Um, I don't know who's. But they got to start yeah. getting bigger and turning a profit. Like I don't. Oh, maybe they. I'd be super no, 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 surprised no, no. if they're turning wise, a profit. Horrible. Yeah. They're giving out comps everywhere. That's what I mean. Horrible. And then you're just on NBC. How much money are you really getting from all this? It's it's tough. It's it's a good spin on MMA. But like it's it's going to be tough to, Very to tough. attract a crowd if you're not the UFC. Very tough. Um, yeah, the, the rest of the card is really not the craziest. Jason Jackson against Keiichi Kunimoto. Uh, Kunimoto was actually supposed to fight My, a different yeah, guy. Um, Michael Page. No. Uh, Page is fighting somebody else. Fuck. Keiichi was supposed to fight uh, another name. Yeah, it was a name. I remember that. I remember seeing... All I remember from fucking with Kunimoto is his chin his in the weird. air yeah, as yeah, Ferguson yeah. kept fucking hitting know, it. And he wouldn't change his goddamn stance. Oh, Naaman Gracie. You're supposed to fight Naaman Gracie. But oh, okay. Gracie pulled out and Jason Jackson pulled in. Um, yeah, decent guy. Well, we got other plans for today. I might throw it on in the background if we're around. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be at your place still. But I do want to see a Lehman Lehman McFarland's fight. We're cooking today, bro. Are we? Co- oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're cooking today. <laughs> yes, I think that I think that's a perfect way to to come to a close for the episode. Because I know you guys can't really see my face properly enough, but I'm tired as fuck. Yeah, you're tired. <laughs> as fuck. I, I I slept from nine thirty to one thirty. Okay, well I don't need you crashing at eight p.m. So after we're done this, you go go, fucking you sleep, go sleep immediately. <laughs> I'm gonna go make your fucking bed for you and tuck you in tuck before you in. I get out. Give you a kiss on the forehead. <laughs> fucking go to sleep, buddy. I'll see you at three o'clock. Pick go up later. Alfred and tuck him in with you. There you go, <laughs> dude. I, I was I was so awake though because I hit that giant fucking parlay too, right? Yeah, so, yeah, dude. Yeah. Kyung Ho Kang fucking first fight on the main card. So like the entire time I'm just waiting for that, dude. The set, when you sent me the parlay and then I yeah. looked at it and I'm like, it's only Kang left. I know, I know. And I'm Dude, like, he hundred percent. Yep. He's hitting this hundred percent. That it's 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 so much easier to hit giant parlays. Like not, it wasn't even a giant parlay. It was five uh, it was five four. legs. Yeah, it's oh, five, five legs. Five legs. Because okay. uh, the it was uh, the sports uh, NBA. When you bet on what? the spread, every time you bet on the spread, the odds are always like minus one hundred seven. So once you parlay those, you get way better payout. Way better. So I had, and then you've been on a hockey game? I had three minus 107s. Then I had a minus one on Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, plus 145. 
over the Oilers, Oilers. plus one forty five because it's a spread, and they won by two. So thank even if they won by one, it would have been a push. So the the payout would have been slightly less. Okay, uh, and then fucking Kang, I would dude. This is how you can tell I was destined to win this because there's two other bets I was thinking of making putting into that parlay other than Kang. It was uh, Tywin Claxton to win inside the distance at the Bellator event the same night. That went to a decision. And Omar Morales to knock out Dong Young Kim or Dong Young oh, Ma. Oh, couldn't finish him. Couldn't and finish he him either. F- he some came shots. close. I know. Spinning back kicks, two of them. Like, what the fuck? This I was this close out. to even betting Kang inside the distance too. But I'm like, you know what? He's my lock of the night play. Let me just fucking put him in there straight. And no, just to cap off Kang goes to decision most of the time anyway. So His uh, jiu-jitsu is really good. He uh, grinds him. Yeah. Lee, He's uh, a grinder. Penguin, I think he he would have been able to submit uh, Louis. I don't even know how to say his name, but the guy showed great, uh, great uh, take uh, grappling defense. But I do want to when we do deciding splits the first first round. round I want to go through that with you again because Kang had him down the entire time, but Liu was actually throwing quite a lot off the back too. But I, I I still had I still, I still had Kang I winning. I, I saw Kang winning, winning too because I'm like. He's landing, but they're not very damaging. And Kang's it was also consistent. landing a bit too. So, 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 so you got to give it to him. So, so you got to go with uh, Kang's top pressure with um, efficient striking over the round compared to uh, Liu just hitting off the ground consistently. Just grazing, was, doing this. Because he wasn't stopping. He like Literally, as soon as he hit the ground, he was offensive off but, his back the entire time but, but he was defending the whole round exactly. and his offense was no. not enough to negate that's if it was just kang holding him down that's but the kang difference did, even, even the last 10 seconds he postured up and yeah. landed good shots and i'm like you you ended the round in a defensive position you were in defense the whole round yeah, so i think forget that's that, that was a fucking split decision too so when those scorecards were being read, read i was like no i can't get fucked right now it's <laughs> funny i when like when you messaged me i went to that fight and just skimmed it real quick because i wanted to see the decision to see about your parlay so i'm skimming it quickly and every time i'm skimming all i see is kang on top yeah and i'm like oh okay it's probably easy so 30 wins. 27 then yeah. i see like winner by split and i'm like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> and the funny part is Two of the judges gave Lee the first round. Oh, shit. Two of them gave him the first round. And then one of them gave him the third round. Mm-hmm. One judge had all three Kang. Yeah, yeah. And then, 30, uh, and then the other two had uh, Lee winning the first round. And then Kang winning the next two. Oh, sorry. Was, one of them had uh, Kang winning the next two. And then one actually had Lee winning the third that round. Had, that had me biting my fucking nose. But yeah, once I hit that parlay, I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm happy. Dude, and if it, I was you watching the fight after the, the, the bell sounds, I'm like 3027 unanimous, bro. Easy. And then split, you're like, what my, the fuck? My boy tweeted me right away. He goes, Did you shit yourself? I'm like, a little poop came out. <laughs> I'm like, if That's you're getting brutal. rid of split decision in a fight, That's you think brutal. you decisively won. Of course you're gonna shit a little bit if you think, especially the hometown guy possibly getting screwed here. That would have been fucked up, right? Yeah, no more Angano Lewis results. No. I had uh I also had another parlay of uh uh, Racket screwed it, so that one kind of went to shit you too. You should, if you ever meet Francis and Gunner, you should let him know he owes you four thousand dollars. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I should let him know. You that. owe me, motherfucker! <laughs> Throw your hands or something. His back was gone. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. You threw nothing that fucking fight, you bitch. <laughs> but it finally came around. This was a great way for me to end the year too, though, because it was a rougher stretch from like July to now. A lot of up and down. Dude, you deserve that down. one because there's been, I think there's been at least three or four parlays that I know of where you're always oh, yeah. one, one away. pretty solid pick yeah. where Dude, it's like, this one should Heinrich. hit one away. Heinrich and last never... week. Heinrich last week screwed me out of four grand. What What was the other one? I think... Uh... I've had a couple, dude. Well, your brother had one too. With uh, it, there was like eight or nine fights on it, and the last one was Condit over Hendricks. 
Conned over Hendrix. And it would have paid out like a, like that, that one wasn't as big as it was like 800 bucks or something. Yeah. But yeah, like all of them we've were had, correct. We've had then, a lot of heartbreaks. And then Johnny Hendrix beat Carlos Conde. Like, ah. We've had a lot of heartbreaks in the past. Just one fucking fight. It's a, but even with me, like whenever I make a parlay, yeah, I'm not putting crazy amounts of money on it, but it always comes down to the last one. And I, I, I it always fucking misses. Like I'll have like two or three open parlays and I need one guy to win to hit all of them. And the fucking guy always loses. Something happens. Two like, days God. ago, I had a, a three-legger NBA parlay. Lost it by one point with the spread. Utah Jazz were supposed to win by six points. They were up by five points with six seconds left. They got taken to the free throw line twice for f- four shots total. The guy missed all four shots. Oh, fuck you. you. So That's they won a by joke. five. They That's won by a five. Joke. The same guy. So the guy gets fouled. Their, their center, Rudy Gobert, gets fouled. No. Gets sent to the line, misses both shots. Then the other team gets a shot to, to try to get the game back. Fuck. They miss. The same guy gets the rebound. He gets fouled with two seconds left. Goes back to the free throw line, misses both shots again. I'm like, I just need one. You need literally one. needed one out of four free throws in the NBA. That's he, like. He ended the game 10 of 18 from the free throw line. Oh my god. Four of those that's four brutal. of those eighteen coming. That's the type of shit where you you just never want to bet again. No. But then you have nights like last night and then you're just like, yeah, bitch. You're like, yo, don't let it get you down. I know yeah. what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing out here. <laughs> I know it's not gonna be that often, but still feel good. This about was it. your Megan Anderson's last fight performance. <laughs> you needed this to get your confidence back. Bro. Don't ever compare me back to Megan Anderson. Fuck you, dude. You needed this. You got your uh, confidence back, bro. Uh, you can do it. Uh. I'm going to go get fucking ragdolled by Holly Holm now for fucking 15 <laughs> minutes knowing my luck. Fuck you, dude. I can't believe you put that juju on me. Yeah, All right. Why? Fuck you. All right. Uh, that, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We're going to quickly Your end. jump over. Next year. Next, uh, next week, sorry. Is it next week? I think it might be one more week after that. Or am I? Oh, yeah. December 20th. You're right. December Fuck. 27th. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm wrong. Quit the math. Yeah. <laughs> the 29th. Or either the 28th or the 29th, we'll do it. Whatever Saturday. One of those days I'm going to see my cousins, Saturday but whatever other day we'll do that. So we're and going to do no a year-end reward, rewards. Yeah. There's no Bellator, nothing. There's a Risen uh, on uh, New Year's Eve, though. So it's, it's midweek. <laughs> He's fucking out still. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll be back for that. We'll figure out what we're going to do for deciding splits as well next week. But we're going to be going over Rakic and Uzdemir in this next video. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit me with a like. Hit us with a comment. If you guys want to throw out any categories that you guys want us to cover for year-end rewards as well, that would be cool. Um, I think I'll make up a list, but any suggestions would be great as well. Uh, again, like, subscribe. Uh, leave a comment. Follow me at MMA Lucian on Twitter. Follow him at Chunes on Twitter. Uh, websites. Have you <laughs> actually gone on my Twitter page? I haven't looked yet. I haven't looked yet. I haven't looked yet. But we'll fucking figure it out. Uh, actually, not to mention that video, that little clip that I put out of you talking about good guy Colby. That got like two thousand views. Oh, yeah, shit. it was one of my higher performing ones. So oh, I need nice. to I need to put out more clips like that where we just have like little sound bites of us just. It's, on a little it's bit. important when it's things like that that probably no one else is going to notice. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and I like, think we're good at catching stuff I like just that so too. happened to watch it that yeah. day and I'm like, oh, this is kind of... Yeah, it was perfect you know? timing. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, so yeah, whatever the fuck I was saying. MMALOTN.ca for the website. And uh, yeah, make sure you go check out Deciding Splits and we'll see you guys next week. Merry Christmas. Fuck you if you're offended by that. And Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs>